Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast. Join us, your go-to gal pals, as we dish out tips and tricks on all things mindset and mental fitness. I'm Christy. And I'm Lindsay. Get ready for a dose of laughter, plenty of aha moments, and a whole lot of positivity packed into each episode. Hello, Perfect Timers. This is Lindsay, and I'm sitting here with my son, Zeke. Hey there. And we are coming in today to give you relationships from a teen perspective. So it's just Zeke and I today, and we're going to start out with some fun questions and then dive into relationships. Are you ready, Zeke? Yep, let's go. Okay. So I'm going to do some would you rather since we like those. So would you rather drink all of your food from a baby bottle or wear visible diapers for the rest of your life? Uh... Probably drink all your food from a baby bottle because, I don't know, <laughs> diapers would be very embarrassing and especially because they're visible. Yes, good answer. Okay, two more. Would you rather always have to sing instead of speaking or always have to dance everywhere you went? Probably sing instead of speaking because you're always moving, I feel like. Because, like, when people see you moving... Then that's dancing, but you don't have to talk every time you're with others. I'm shocked by the answer for you. So in class, when they call on you, you'll be like, the quadrant. Well, <laughs> I guess. I'm just teasing. Um, okay, good. And then one more. Would you rather not be able to wash your hands for a month or your hair for a month? I would rather not wash my hair because like I don't know if this like classifies as not conditioning it either and like that but washing your hands is like very very gross because you touch so many <laughs> things and there are people who don't wash their hair and like that's like a way to like get good hair and stuff so this know. is very true okay good answers that was fun um and now we'll move on to more not intense stuff, but we're just going to talk about relationships. So we'll just see where the conversation goes. I actually didn't even come up with questions, really. I just wanted to see um, what Zeke had to share with us. So we've been talking a lot, Zeke, about relationships on this podcast and what makes healthy relationships and how to have a healthy mindset in terms of relationships, like with your parents, with your friends. Um, would you say that in terms of relationships is middle school hard in that way for relationships or easy or tell us a little bit about your experience well I think it's kind of like in between because I feel like you can really trust your friends in middle school but again there's also some people that say stuff behind your back and all that and especially social media impacts that a lot but I think overall relationships can be very good and sometimes very easy in middle school. And I personally have many great relationships with my wonderful friends. Well, that's good. And do your parents let you have social media? No, they don't. <laughs> do you wish you had social media? Sometimes, but others I feel like it would just cause unnecessary drama. So, yeah, that's part of it. Do you like the drama? Not really. I feel like if it's bringing other people down, that there's really no point of it. But if some part of social media is just kind of having fun and, like, talk, expressing your feelings and stuff, I feel like that part of it is fine. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure there'll be a time and place for it, but um, 
Hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> we will see. Um, I will say dad and I might have been slower to the game of letting you have like a cell phone if we're going to go in that route. And um, obviously we don't have social media, but we've been a little bit slower on that pace in terms of giving you all of that freedom. What do you think about that? Well, like at the time when I didn't have like the cell phones and all that stuff, like I was kind of upset because like all my peers had access to those things. But when I look at it now, I feel like it was smart because like I don't really know what I'm getting into when using that thing because there's so many things I'm capable of that like I might not actually like mean to do. And like I feel like it was a good parenting choice overall to let me wait and like let my brain develop and all that. Oh, well, that's a good answer, and that makes me feel good. But do you feel like that in terms of, I mean, you guys have more access to things, even video games. Like, we've had conversations about that kind of thing, how there's a whole world out there where now you can communicate with all these people, um, which we just didn't even have. How much on a scale of 1 to 10 does it annoy you when Dad and I talk about how we didn't have that when we were little? It annoys <laughs> me, like, on a uh, probably like a 7, because... <laughs> Uh, like, times have changed. Like, there's so much stuff different from then compared to now. And I feel like, I, I know it's a new thing for you guys, so I can understand where you're coming from, but it's completely different now. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, uh, you can't really, like, act like you, I, you know all of it sometimes. But I think it's, I think you guys are reacting pretty fine right now. Well, thanks. We're trying to... Learn the teen landscape. So with that said, back to middle school, what, for friendships with you, what qualifies being a good friend? What do you look for in your friends? Somebody you can just genuinely hang out with, with that be like at the lunch table, like, or like outside of school even. And I feel like somebody that you can like depend on and like, somebody that will, uh, like, help you when you need that, and, like, not not somebody who will maybe, like, make fun of you or spread rumors on social media and all that. So, so yeah, that's what I classify as a good friend. Yeah, that's great. And how do you feel like most of your friendships have started? Because you do many sports, right? Yeah. So are a lot of your friends sports friends or friends from the classroom or what? I have... Three groups of friends, I would say. Some, so I was homeschooled for fourth and fifth grade. So I, and I went to many schools before. But my first group is the people that I was friends with like a while ago. I'm like first and second. And I just like am still have a good connection with them. I don't know. I just like we get along well. So that's some of my friends. Then others are friends I have classes with. And that I feel like we have similar interests in it. And because in seventh grade, you can choose what level of difficulty in a sense that you want in each class. So I feel like we have similar uh, choices in that. So that's another group of friends. And then the last one is sports, like my mom was mentioning. And I feel like that's a big part of it because we can really bond over that. And I feel like that's a good way to make friends. Yeah, that's great. Um I see that with you too, which I think is a really good quality that you have friends that are spread out in different areas of your life. And I think that's going to serve you well as you grow up because any job you take or any hobby you do, you're going to meet 
bunch of different people who have different qualities and you can learn to see the best in people, you know, who are different. Um, so that's great. What else do I want to ask you? What are the biggest obstacles in middle school in terms of relationships and not social media? You mentioned that, but just like, are there cliques at school or are people genuinely like nice to people? Do people get shoved into lockers like on the movies? What happens? It's not like that. It's more (laughs) verbal bullying if there is any, but that doesn't happen that much. Just sometimes there are people that say stuff that they don't really like process in the moment and they don't realize the actions of their words Mm. and I feel like that can sometimes hurt people's feelings but luckily we have an amazing counselor at my school that will help with that but I feel like it's mostly verbal bullying rather than like physical shoving into lockers and all that Mm -hmm. but yeah it's pretty fine at my school though so yeah what do you think about that saying hurt people hurt people like do you think the people that are bullying are hurt inside yeah I would think so because like there's really no point to bully people unless like you actually have like I'm not trying to say this in a mean way but like something wrong with you like something that like hurt you inside because like nobody goes around just trying to make other people feel bad mm-hmm. unless they really like had something that like upset them so yeah I feel like that's a big part of like bullying it's that like people who like have been bullied or maybe that have just like had rough experiences yeah and do you feel like in middle school it's like a huge deal to be like popular is that a big thing or is just people just find their friend groups and they're just People are happy wherever they are. Well, I feel some people find that they need to be popular to, like, be happy. But others, including myself, I feel like it's just fine to be with friends that, like, you know are good friends. Mm -hmm. And because, like, not always the popular people are actual, like, genuinely nice people to be friends with. But I just like being good friends with the people who I'm, like, just, like have stuff in common and have good relationships with so yeah you are wise beyond your ears I wish um I wish that I had that perspective back when I was your age because I thought seventh grade was really hard but I don't know if that's a gender thing do you think the girls struggle more than the boys with like the hardship of middle school or am I or is that not a thing I don't really know, but, it like, again, going back to the social media, I feel like the girls tend to use that to spread maybe, like, negativity and just, like, they use it a lot more, so that might be part of it. But also, I feel like girls tend to be more emotional, mm-hmm. so that's kind of part of it. But I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like they can sometimes just, uh, I don't know, uh, just feel upset and yeah. all that. How much do you think, do you think parents are really involved with their kids' social media usage? Really depends because if some, I know very few people who have like parents like mine who like actually like check up on all that stuff. And then there's some people who can do some interesting stuff and like their parents don't even know about it. 
So, yeah, I feel like it's really... Do you do those interesting things? No, because... <laughs> no, I can't, because, again, you check up on all that, and, like, I wouldn't, but, like, I'm just saying, like, some people just, like, do... They know how to work the system? Yeah, mm. or their parents just don't care as much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, or don't have time or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um... And again, this is not judging. I'm just trying to get the scoop from Zeke. Uh, How much do you feel like in terms of our relationship with our family, do you feel comfortable talking to dad and I about the day in and day out of middle school stuff? Yeah, because middle school, it's not as intense as I just kind of try to enjoy it. I don't like focus on all the drama and all that. And I kind of like like sharing my day and all the fun things I did. And it's kind of, like, nice to talk to people after you've just, like, I don't know, have a long day and all that. Because there's so much that's going on, whether that be educationally or socially. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, we talk a lot on this podcast about mindset. Um, Just, you know, we can have, like, a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. A growth mindset being, you know, I can learn and I can change. And even if this is hard for me now, I can figure out how to do it. Can you talk about how you apply a growth mindset, whether it's academics or wrestling or whatever it is you're doing? Well, since I'm younger, I feel like there's still so much that I can, like, like do. Because, like, I obviously uh, have not reached, like, adulthood yet. And I feel like with that growth mindset, there's so many more things I can still do academically and athletically. Because I feel like I've still still not reached my full prote- full potential yet, and I just really think that uh, if you have that mindset, you could actually like reach your potential. But if you're negative, I don't think it's ever gonna happen. So yeah, that's a good point. So in terms of like sports, like you're doing track for the very first time. Well, you did. You've done wrestling. You did football for the first time in the fall. You're doing track for the first time this spring. How do you, like, what's your mindset going into this new sport? Are you open-minded? Are you excited to try new stuff? At, at first, I was kind of nervous because at my school, there are a lot of fast kids. And, like, I don't know. I kind of I do compare myself to others, trying to, like, make myself the best because, like, I'm pretty competitive in that way. But I feel like other people encouraging makes, like, a huge impact because, one of somebody said that I was like doing well and I feel like that kind of just like flipped the switch for me because like it like made me feel like I could like do better and all that because like after they told me that other more people started noticing and I feel like that's because like in my head I believed that, that I could too so like I just like I don't know I feel like other people impact how you think sometimes. That's a good point. And earlier, Zeke and I, before we started, I asked him what his love language was, just assessing. And he said he didn't know, but that makes me think like words of affirmation when people say something positive to you, like maybe that really does encourage you and helps ignite a confidence within you, right? So like you don't, like, I mean, in a perfect world, we probably shouldn't need that we want to be able to get that from our foundation but we're all human and we all want to be encouraged right yeah so I think that's a great thing to feed off of encouragement from other people and that's why I think it's really good to have other people in your life that 
encourage you outside of dad and I. Yeah, it's not only good to uh, receive encouragement, but it's also good to like give encouragement to others because that can make them feel better. So if you just like have free time, you could maybe just like uh, give encouragement to others if like they're feeling down or anything because I feel like that can really impact somebody more than you would actually think so yeah and I see you do that I mean even during wrestling season there was a match that you weren't participating in and you went to support your teammates for many many hours that day and I think that speaks loudly that you want to be there to encourage your friends Mm -hmm. right yeah um and I think that's really cool Okay, hold on. I'm letting the dog out of the room really fast, so I'm going to talk louder. There you go. Um, hey, party people. <laughs> oh, he has it by himself. So, what, what do you feel like your family, or I'm not trying to pump my own tires, I'm just trying to really understand, what do you feel like your family or your parents do to make you feel loved? and like celebrated or whatever again I feel like it's the encouragement and like the supportiveness that they give like and they like never give up and they also just like are really good to rely on and they set that like base to know that I can like fall back on them and ask questions and I feel like that's very important to have like a good relationship with them that you can just like talk to them about anything or like just genuinely like have a genuine conversation with them Mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like that's what they did very well and I'm forever thankful for that do you feel like dad and I are hard on you I feel like they're hard on me when they should be hard on me because uh sometimes I do do stuff that I shouldn't I feel like they help me like they're strict on me to help me understand like what to do right and but they're never really not usually, out of the blue yelling at me. <laughs> so, but yeah, they they usually just like, they have reasons to be uh, strict on me. So yeah. Okay, so you know as being the oldest child, you're kind of the guinea pig because we never did this before. So I tell you all the time, like we're learning how to be parents just like you're learning how to be a kid, right? Yeah. So how hard is it to be the oldest brother? See, because two brothers and he's the oldest. It's, I feel like, Because it's pretty hard because you have to be the most responsible. And I feel like usually you get, not blamed, but, like, all the, like, the consequences fall on you the most, I feel like, because if something happens because you're the one who's supposed and should have the most, like, uh, the most responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I love my brothers so much, but I feel like sometimes it's just pretty, it annoys me when, like, they get something way earlier than I did or, like, be able to do way earlier than I did. For, like, example, like, without a car seat or something like that. Like... We did not... It was... Them. It was... Okay, like, well, able, okay, able. To able be, to have a car seat. Hold on. Like he, he's seven. Hold on. To be fair, Zeke was seriously in a booster seat, like, going into middle school. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, it was way it, too long. Dad like and I didn't grade. even... <laughs> and Abel's in second and he doesn't even have a car seat anymore. Oh my gosh, no, Zeke was well beyond the height and the weight and we just didn't even realize. And then my finally... friends were in the in shotgun and I was still like in the back with the booster seat. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, that is true. Um and I think our expectations are higher from you for you, which for better or for worse, 
that is true. But and yeah, I, I'm grateful for that. Sorry to interrupt, but no, I'm good. grateful for that because so my brothers can like have what like what's right for them, and like they can like like have like the best uh thing for them. So yeah, that's good. You're paving the way. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a good job, um, and I appreciate that for sure. Um, what else is I going to ask you along those lines? What would you say your relationship with your brothers is like? Do we live in a quiet household? No, we do not. <laughs> we all are very, very hyperactive. We all love action. We we love to be loud, but that's sometimes difficult because both parents sometimes work from home and have to need quiet, but we try to maintain uh, the peacefulness, but sometimes that can get out of hand, but I just, I love my relationship with my brothers because they're really like the two best things that ever happened to me, and I'm just so genuinely grateful that I can be like a leader to them, but I just, I love just like hanging out with them and doing games with them and like just bonding with them, but yeah, it's but we love hard, and you guys, you love yeah. hard and you fight hard. And yeah, they're all true, physical that. all the time, yeah. which is why they're in wrestling and Send all the them things. To a hospital. <laughs> yes, we've had, we went to urgent care, I think, three times in one month, one year, and I pretty much had to explain myself. And that was not me, that was the boys, I'm boy, brother on brother. Um, and I would say that's true about your relationships too, and I think that that is. Sweet. I read this stat or something, whatever, yesterday on Instagram that said something along the lines of there's a lot of kids by the age of eight or nine that don't enjoy playing like a kid anymore. And I woke up this morning to my children all having a Nerf war. Zeke had a friend spend the night and he's 13. Yeah, these are the ages of 13. 10 and and 8. And they still, not every day, but they can get into some really fun play. And so what I love observing you guys is you are growing up, but you can still be a kid. Yeah. I feel like... With your brothers especially. Yeah, it's important to have those moments. Because sometimes I don't view my brothers as like 8 or 10. I I usually view them as like 13. But again, yeah, I like having those Nerf War moments... Uh, so that they can look back on, like, some, like, great childhood memories like I did. Like, I have so many, and I'm thankful for that, and that's all because of my parents and everybody in my life. But I just want to make sure my brothers can have these amazing experiences, too. And so, yeah, but sometimes it's difficult because we can get on each other's nerves sometimes. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. What are some of your favorite things to do as a family or that or favorite memories or whatever that we've done? I really like, like, discovering a new board game or card game because I feel like that is super-duper fun because, like, we're all, like, in it and we're just, like, playing. Or getting into a new TV show or series because, like, that's, like, something we can, like, talk about sometimes or, like, we all get engaged in that. But then something else, we haven't done this a lot lately, but we used to do it a lot, is, like, playing, like, football or baseball with the whole family in the backyard. And I feel like that was that was super-duper-duper duper fun. And I'm, like, that was just awesome. Yeah, I'm like, a fair-weather gal. I'm outside more when it gets warm. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Those are good answers. Anything else? Um, okay, I'll ask you, what do you think, because I'm scared to hear what we've done wrong, what do you think Dad and I have done right in terms of cultivating relationship with our family? I think you've done well at introducing me to as many, like, family members as I could, so I can, like, kind of, like, get a whole view of, like, everybody. I feel like that's a very good thing that you've done, and also just, like, helping me just, like, maintain good bonds with all my family, and I think you've, like, given us those experiences to just, like, really get to know each other and all that, but, Mom, I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh, what? What do you think is real different relationship wise between when I was in middle school and then when you were in middle school relationship wise like with my friends yeah friend um okay I was very insecure when I was in seventh grade a lot of that stemmed from I was like extremely skinny and it was not cool to be skinny and I think so I came into life in general just feeling insecure in my own body And I did have friends, but I think because I came from a posture of feeling insecure, I never felt really, like, whole. That's very deep, I know. So I struggled a lot when I was in middle school. Yeah, and I also feel that, like, I I really can't, like, talk much, but I feel like there's so much more, like, backup now to, like, like, not backup, but, like, kind of, like, to, like, make people feel more comfortable because there's, like, so many layers of, like, uh uh comfortability in school like there's like uh supervisors and yeah all, you all guys this, do all this so like you should never be ashamed of how your body looks or is and I feel like they can help with that just like help you understand the truth that's like it doesn't really matter it's just like what's in the inside that matters so preach yeah. it well that brings up an excellent point is that I don't think there was a lot of talk about mental health back when I was younger. And so the same stuff existed. Obviously, we didn't have social media, but like the same stuff existed in terms of friendships and all of that. But um, I think that is probably true that I didn't really know it was okay to talk about it or I didn't really know who to talk about. There was a stigma Mm -hmm. about talking about it and I didn't think anybody else struggled you know so you struggle silently so I think and that's like not even that big of a deal but my point is the layers were pretty deep and then by the time I got to eighth grade and ninth grade I found myself I found I felt more secure I understood my faith more I knew that I had self-worth and I grew out of that but I think like there's always a time or sometimes there's a time in adolescence where they just feel awkward and feel stressed and don't know what to do about it. I think a great way to like overcome that feeling of uh, self doubt or and all that is just to try to find people that you feel comfortable around with that being like friends at school or like maybe you're like at a club or anything because like if you find people who are genuinely nice to you and genuinely have your back I feel like you can help progress out of that mental state of uh, being, like, self-doubt, having mm-hmm. self-doubt to yourself much faster That's if you have people with, your, with you. Yeah. Community is key. everything. Community is key. Community is key. 
Oh, Zeke, this is so great. Okay, any more questions for me or anything else you wanted to talk um, about? How do you think you've done with your relationship towards me and my brothers? Or you and dad have done? Oh, um, gosh. That's a loaded question. So, for background, I've pretty much been a part-time... I worked full-time when Zeke was really little. Then I scaled back to part-time um, slash full-time being home. So, I've been there for a lot of it on the day-to-day. And I only say that because I feel like I've spent a lot of time with my kids on the everyday. So I'm very thankful that I had that. That meant a lot to me. That was a priority to me. And so I feel good about that. Um, I think a lot of what dad and I have always tried to do is just to make sure we raise kids that are compassionate, that are kind, that know their worth, that find something that makes them happy and that you guys do your best in whatever you put your mind to. Um, Zeke, you put enough pressure on yourself, so we've yeah. never had to do that for you. But we, like, I guess all we want to do is be a safe space for you guys. That's what we want our house to be. But at the same time, if you get in your head too much, like sometimes we do, I'm the first one to give you some tough love. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think I teeter back and forth on how to be soft and how to be hard when needed. But I tried my best. (laughs) I guess that's all you can do, right? Yeah. uh, One more thing. Uh, How, like, uh, how big of an impact do you think it was to have, like, uh, to be able to, like, uh, rely on your your parents Mm -hmm. sometimes with us with Mm -hmm. me my brothers and like some of your friends sometimes like take care of us what do you think that like did I mean that was everything Mm -hmm. like if I didn't have my mom and dad who did a huge bulk of the caretaking for Zeke specifically and Jude by the time Abel came around it was pretty much just me but I mean they and dad well, I'm saying, sorry, during the day. But yeah, Mimi and Coach, that's what we call them. Um, they have, they've been front front row seaters through the whole thing, and they've helped a lot. So huge impact. Highly recommend living close to your family or some of your family and friends. And our friends have, have done a lot too. So yeah, big, big impact. I love that we have people we can rely on and... Um, and then Justin's parents too, they live farther away, but every time we get to see them and spend time with them is they're great influence. gold and we love that too. So, um, that's a good question, bud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you want to do this interview? Were you nervous to do this interview? Well, How do you feel? At first uh, I thought it was going to be more of like that voice acting thing I did where it was like very strict, but I feel like <laughs> now it's just kind of just like having a nice conversation with my family and this isn't the topic we were talking about earlier, things I like to do with my family. Having just genuine, good conversations is something I actually enjoy a lot without being with adults sometimes. I feel like I can just get good conversations with them. But, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, that is interesting. That's something to mention. So we hang out with friends pretty often. And what I've seen, too, for those people that have kids approaching the teen age not just with Zeke, but some with some of my friends, it's like the 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds tend to gravitate towards the adult 
table um, as they reach that age. I think it's just, I don't know, whether your curiosity is just to learn from adults or talk to adults um, rather than sometimes playing with the kids. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I feel like there's like a certain age that they kind of just like not really find some certain activities as interesting to mm-hmm. do with like the younger kids. And I feel like there are good topics and conversations that the adults bring up that like we might not think thought about. And I feel like sometimes, like especially my mom, they can be pretty funny too. And I just like, I feel like it's just like a nice thing to be around that like lightens, lightens it up and stuff. But like, I don't know, also like it's just a break from all the craziness. <laughs> all right, that is true. Well, I appreciate you taking time to join the Perfect Time podcast and give us the teen perspective or your perspective as a teen, I should say. Um, if you have any questions for Zeke, you can DM me and I'll pass those along and get you your questions answered. But I think you did a great job. Bravo! Well, thank you, Perfect Timers. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. Tune in to all of them. Yes, tune in. Toodaloo. Bye.